Marcel and I are starting our uh, our next attempt at a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) But one of the things we're going to talk about today is that we are um, we have some similarities. How about that? Some common characteristics. That's true. That's true. I think any person has something in common with another, but we found uh, a lot of things. And one of the big things is that uh, we both uh, have lived away, and I'm still living away uh, at the age 16, which is not easy for people our age. And in fact, don't you actually lived away from home at an earlier age than 16? Yes, when I was 14, uh, the invite from my dancing partner came, uh, and I was asked to come to America, and this was my dream. So uh, without any doubt, I just came here and uh, I'm already for two years uh, separated from my family, friends, but I still hold a connection on uh, online sources. It's not easy, but uh, it have uh, its own benefits uh, and advantages and disadvantages. So what's not easy about living away from home? Uh, first thing uh, is, of course, the connection with the family. So uh, is you just don't uh, feel that they're sitting next to you, that they're here, and you can uh, spend the time the same as you could if you be there with them. So, for example, uh, it's still uh, unfortunately impossible to play football with friends or... Uh, it's still impossible to drink tea with the mother, but not really an online source because it doesn't feel the same, actually. So it's pretty hard. It's pretty hard. Yeah. When I was 16, we didn't... Um, my father told me I could not use the telephone. I couldn't call my mother because he said, I don't want to pay for you two crying on the phone. So Whoa. what we did is we wrote letters. And That's... many, many letters. <laughs> yes, I, I guess uh, we have uh, this thing in common, but because of uh, we are from different times and uh, the rules were and the abilities with the connection were not the same, I think for sure it was harder for you at your 16 age than mine. Mm, I don't know if, if it could be harder or easier. I think it all depends on uh, your situation too. For example, you live with a family in in the United States uh, who don't speak English all the time, right? Yes. So the language is, is the language learning to be more difficult. That's true. That's true. I almost forgot that uh, one of the issues is the different language but I wouldn't really call it an issue because it's always uh, interesting to learn something new and you feel like you're better with your um, past because you already know two languages. Uh, we have a phrase uh, in Russian. I don't really know how to translate it, but the more uh, languages you know, uh, the more lives you live. So, oh, that's a great uh, it's saying. Really, it's, yeah. it's pretty deep if you will think about Yeah, that. that's very cool. I like that. I like that idea that um, 
a language can represent a life or a culture, right? That you acquire. Sure. I think that's for sure a true yeah. saying. Yeah. Without English or uh, Russian as my native uh, language, I could never speak uh, on the same level with the percentages of these languages. So uh, I'm glad that I'm learning and improving my English skills uh, in order to talk with people I live uh, in, I share a country with uh, mm -hmm. like normally. Mm -hmm. So, and I like feeling. Uh, when they understand me and I can understand them and we talk uh, on the level still from far from my native language but yes and what uh, what country did you live at your 16? Yeah I lived, in, I lived in Greece so I was learning and I lived with a Greek family so I was learning Greek and uh, first we lived in a, a small city where I went to school so for four months we lived in a city and And then we moved about this time of year, actually maybe the end of December, we moved to Athens, which even then was a big city. Um, wow. You know, four, I think it had four million people at that time. And, uh, but I stayed with my, that Greek family for the entire school year. But once we moved to Athens, I didn't have a school that I went to. So I stayed home. Um, I, I didn't have to go to school every day. So I stayed home and I, went on sort of adventures by myself. So. That's interesting. That's always interesting to explore uh, some new places uh, because uh, my native town, my native city is Kiev and because of I lived there my first 14 years, I know the city pretty well. I know a lot, a lot of streets and places where you can hang out to see something, mm -hmm. uh, but... I was so uh, inspired to come to New York or Miami or Los Angeles and walk uh, uh, as by myself, as with the family of my dance partner. It's just interesting to see and explore and how different it is. That's pretty amazing. Yeah, I felt like, and I came from a small town in Idaho, a very rural place, and I then lived in a big city. That was a big eye-opener for me, too, so... That part of, you know, the change between a small town and where everybody knows you to be kind of a no, nobody, right? Nobody knows you. Um, people just knew I was a foreigner. But lots and lots of people wanted to practice their English with me. So I had to always oh. remind them that I needed to practice Greek, right? I could speak a little bit of English with them if they <laughs> promised to speak Greek with me. So that was the... That's that was nice. The, the, exchange exchange part of it yeah yeah that's a great what about, exchange i don't know what is it really can you just tell um, the difference but uh, how do you think is greek harder than english because i think for me as uh, my unnative uh, language is english mm -hmm. i guess that greek is still harder than English for me, I don't know. Well, I think there's a lot of similarities in the Greek alphabet because it's like Russian, it has a different alphabet than English. Um, there are a lot of similarities, but the, the, and the grammar was very different from English. For example, you have to know, I think this is true in Russian too, but you can correct me. You have to know the place of a word in the sentence, whether it's in mm -hmm. the noun place or the subject place or the um, possessive case, because that changes the ending of all the words. 
Um, so um, if you're talking about a family name, you might use uh, an OU. My, my Greek family's name was Spiropoulou. That was uh, the OU on the end. Um, if I was talking about the dad, it had an OS on the end. So things changed depending upon whether it was uh, a male or female or also where it was in a sentence. So there were a lot more things I had to learn than, than I think Engl than what English does. But the nice part is the letters in Greek have the same sound, right? Sometimes mm -hmm. you can put two letters together and they make another sound. But in English, you know, our alphabet, our vowels have many different sounds. So you can, yes. and that's very confusing when you're learning English, I think. For sure. Yes, that's, that's really true. That's, that's hard. What? It's hard to learn any language, but you always feel uh, good when you feel like you know something and you can speak with people you didn't understand at all yeah. uh, a couple of months ago. Yes, yeah. What about the, the good things about living away from home? Is that, you know, that besides learning the language and being able to understand people, What's something else that's good about not living in your hometown? Uh, for sure uh, is the independency, uh, not in just the way that you're free and your mom and dad don't tell you what to do. It's also good uh, to feel like you can uh, take care of yourself. So when I lived in Kiev with uh, my mother and father, uh, I thought that I'm independent, free, and can care about myself when I walked on the street. Uh, but always when I came home, I asked, what's for dinner? Uh, can you buy me this short? Uh, I need to go there tomorrow. Uh, drive me there. So, But when you come here, you realize that uh, it's not working like this uh, out of your parents' house. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, it's just uh, feel, it's a good feeling uh, when I cooked my first, uh, I don't know, uh, pasta. Uh -huh. uh, I felt so proud of myself <laughs> that I, I can cook, actually, and I can uh, go to that place by Uber by myself. Mm -hmm. It was like, wow. And uh, I feel some, some mm, compliments from my dad, uh, who always wanted me to be... Uh, uh, careful about myself and independent mm -hmm. he always say like that's a great thing that's uh that's nice that you uh feel this on your uh on yourself at the age of 16 mm -hmm. uh and my mother who always cared of me i think uh uh more in the way that she uh still thinks that i'm a little boy and <laughs> she has to hide me from everything uh she's a bit concerned but she still uh understands and likes uh, the feeling that when I come back there, I can walk my little brother to school by myself. Mm -hmm. And she understands that mm -hmm. I'm already pretty grown up for, uh, for my uh, self-careable thing. Yeah, self-care and your age too. I think that you're a mature 16-year-old, right? You're more mature than kids who maybe didn't have the same uh, challenges. So, yes, yeah, probably, yeah. probably. But for sure, uh, your experience, mm -hmm. uh, I'm 100% I'm, uh, sure that you were more uh, independent and uh, um, careful uh, by, with yourself because not uh, talking with parents on the phone, using letters mm -hmm. in the other town is, 
it's very hard. I mean, like, so I think I, I think I was lucky because the family I lived with had two little children. One was four and one was six. So a little boy that was four and a little girl that was six. And both wow. of the parents worked, but their, uh, the mother, the grandmother, lived with the family so that the, when the children came home from school, she was always there. And mm -hmm. I did some childcare of them, you know, and we practiced English together and sang songs together. Um, but the grandmother was really their, their boss, you know, did their cooking for, cooked for them. And then I got to eat lunch at the same time. You know, I got to eat the, the same things they did. But um, the family, I'm still in touch with that family. They became very, very um, close. We became very close with each other. So I had that mm -hmm. opportunity, you know, to really get um, connected. And I think that makes a difference. That made a difference for me as a young teenager, you know, I didn't have my family and I couldn't call them or talk to them, but I had this love, loving Greek family who took very good care of me and took me places and made sure that I saw the, the country and also understood a lot about the country. They really worked hard to do that. And That's That's yeah, good. that made a huge difference. So, um, wow. yeah, I'm still in touch with them. We see, I've, I saw them a couple of years ago, Woody, and I went to visit them. So Wow, um, we're still that's yeah, nice, it's, isn't that cool? That's cool. That, so you the, saw them. The four, so you saw the uh -huh. six-year-old children grow uh, up. Yes. Yeah, so the the four-year-old little boy is a doctor. He's an endocrinologist wow. and plays in a country western band. So he plays uh, American-style country music. And nice. the daughter is uh, an architect, and she works for the government and also designs things privately for people. So That's incredible. And how long have you been to Greece? How long? How, how long? You mean how often? How often have I been there? Oh, so you traveled there a couple of times. So mm -hmm. that doesn't mean you stayed there for some. That's right. So I stayed there my first time for 10 months, right? It was a school year. Mm -hmm. So I stayed there for 10 months. And then the next time I went was um, with my, I took my parents, my own parents from, from the United States, my biological parents. And mm -hmm. I took them and my sister, Nancy, and we went to visit my Greek family. So that was like wow. maybe eight years after I had been there. And then I took my, um, then I went with my, um, my husband at the time and our son, Andrew, who was a year and a half. We went maybe 10 years after that. So it's sort of been eight, 10 years. And then I took my sons when they were in mm -hmm. like fourth or fifth grade. And then wow. I went back most recently in 2018 with Woody. He had never been there before. That's beautiful. So, so you are yeah. really interconnected, very interconnected. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. And what about you? Do you, um, the other, the, besides being independent and learning language, you had been to the United States before, before you moved yes. here. At yeah. Yes, uh, I traveled here with my little sister who is two years younger than me. Uh, when I was 10 and she was 8, uh, we came here to our grandmother, and she lives in North, um, how do you call, I forgot, <laughs> I forgot the state, Did North Carolina. North Carolina. North ah, Carolina, North Carolina. yes. Okay. Uh, it's not far from where I live right now, <laughs> um, in my, it's not far from Miami, really, mm -hmm, like, mm -hmm. I think it's our flight, 
uh-huh. and uh, she uh, spent so much time uh, to and uh, like strength to make us uh, like America <laughs> and everything to spend time fondly. Uh, I can't name a thing we didn't do in America. <laughs> and after after that, I just uh, fell in love with this country. I said I want to live here. I want to mm-hmm. study here. <laughs> And when I was 14, um, I was already thinking, okay, this is my ninth class, uh, ninth uh, grade in school. Probably I will never, uh, le- uh, probably I never study in American school. Uh, and a couple of months later, I get a uh, message like uh, to come here. And then a uh, couple of, couple of months, I've been already in America. I went to school and my dream came true. And <laughs> I lived like on the, in the film. So a lot of stereotypes and how uh, American movies show American schools in America. Yeah. It's incredible. Yes. And, and the New York is also, because in my city, Kiev, uh, you don't often see the buildings who are higher, which are higher than like 10th floor. Oh. And when I came to New York, <laughs> uh, the, I think I felt uh, uh, pretty uh, close with you when you came from Idaho to this big <laughs> really? uh, Greece town. So, yes. Because Manhattan, you were in Manhattan for the first month, did you tell me? A month before yes. you moved? Yes. Uh-huh. Then you moved to Miami. Then we moved to Miami, but we still travel a lot because of our training. We yeah. travel to New York and uh, pretty frequently we travel to New York and uh, to Los Angeles uh-huh. as well. Yeah. And also your dancing has taken you to other countries. So. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. So why the United States now? Because you could choose to dance with a partner, a dance partner who's from Austria or from Germany or anywhere. That's true. But uh, my partner, uh, firstly, of course, the first point is uh, living in America, my dream. So I never dreamed about uh, uh, Austria or Germany <laughs> that much. Okay. Uh, and it's like different world at all because it's very far and everything. And the second reason is our trainers are 10 times undefeated world champions of their uh, mastery dancing. Uh That's why uh, there are some really good benefits Uh of this. That's why uh, we choose to stay here and we travel a lot uh, because of our trainers are traveling and dancing and we are going with them. And sometimes when we both have big competitions, they usually uh, go to Europe Uh uh, some some countries like uh, Netherlands, uh, Germany, uh, and uh, England. Wow. Wow. That's amazing. So you get to be a world traveler as well as a, a, a resident in the United States. That's pretty. I never traveled that much uh, in this uh, period of two years. I never traveled that much before. <laughs> Not many people travel that much, I would say, right? You're in a special elite class. And now, what about with coronavirus? What has happened to you? 
yes, so we are one of the families who are really concerned about that happening and we care about our masks and uh, walking out. Uh, that's why uh, we sit home um, and uh, we stayed in Miami where it's pretty warm and sometimes we will go on the beach, but traveling uh, are declined for now for us mm-hmm. because we don't want to get in trouble uh, and get sick. Yeah. Uh, that's why uh, we're having lessons and even some competitions online using our cameras mm-hmm. and Zoom. Uh, so, and it's very interesting experience. Uh, I was afraid to show my dancing to people, but uh, after we danced a couple of times on the streets because of uh, our apartment was uh, was too small for some big dances ah. and rounds of dances. We went on the street a couple of times, and after that, uh, I don't think that I'm afraid and <laughs> care about what people think. <laughs> Did... And it's very good experience. Yeah. After you dance on the on the floor, not uh, built for dancing, mm-hmm. uh, close something close to the rock and sand. Yeah. Uh, you will be ready for anything. <laughs> <laughs> did you gather, when you danced on the streets, I hadn't heard you do talk about that before, did people gather around to watch? Uh, luckily, we had a, a gate. <laughs> uh, so it was still on territory of our hotel. Ah, uh, ah. And it was just uh, some ground place, but it was pretty big. Okay. And we have this uh, gates and uh, wall, which is... Uh, on people's level of the chest ah. so everybody could still see it uh-huh. and they and they had a couple of crowds uh behind these gates <laughs> and they were watching filming <laughs> some of them were clapping wow and i firstly i feel embarrassed i uh, closed like uh, uh, my face with arms <laughs> i don't like people uh to look at me when they didn't come on purpose right right and just but by after, chance huh? i just understood that uh nothing wrong with that that they still everybody has their own thoughts and um, they don't really think uh, how bad or something if they do they just walk away so it's totally fine yeah that's right understood this and wow that's great it's I'm kind happy. of funny to hear you say that you are uh, embarrassed about dancing when you've been dancing all these years in front of judges and audiences and you know, I'm ready when I'm prepared uh, and when I understand that people come and bought tickets uh, to see the dancing because they understand uh, what it's about. But uh, when people uh, who are not really ready and didn't <laughs> come on purpose uh, see myself on five centimeter uh, shoes, uh, <laughs> it's just, uh, I, I always uh, think, what would I do? think and do mm-hmm. uh, on mm-hmm. their side mm-hmm. and I always think that I uh, wouldn't care about that but uh, it still somehow influences on me yeah yeah that's interesting well this has been a great conversation I think that we can um, continue this some other time and... yes thank you Judy thank and you for Marcel. sure we can okay all it right it was a pleasure thank you <laughs>